You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Marin After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Marin After Show. Hey there, Marin fans. What's up? You're here at AfterBuzz TV. Uh, as you can hear, we're listening to the Walking Dead music because this is Marin Season 2, Episode 1, Talking Dead. I'm Matt Lieberman. And join me on the panel this season. Fantastic and talented Mr. J.B. Zimmerman is Thank here. Thank you, sir. And Mr. Steve Kaufman is here. Thank you so much for having me on, on the chat show. Yeah, um, it's it's going to be a fun indeed. chat show, chat show. with chat with show, very little sniping and acrimony. Uh, Stephen Lemieux, our engineer in the booth, thank you, Stephen. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Yes. Um, so before <laughs> we get started, uh, I just want to talk really quickly about a, a TV show from our founders here at AfterBuzz TV. Uh, if you're new to AfterBuzz TV or or if you've been listening to us for a while, you may uh, be aware, of course, of Maria Menounos and Kevin Undergaro, uh, who are fantastic founders uh, of AfterBuzz. They built this platform for us. We're very, very grateful to them. Uh, and they have a reality show out right now on Oxygen. It's called Chasing Maria Menounos. It airs Tuesdays at 10 p.m. It's a really really great show i'm not i'm not an unscripted guy i don't really watch reality tv but honestly somehow they melted my cold heart i love (laughs) watching their family i i I love watching them as a couple it's a very intimate show and i i feel like i've gotten my money's worth i don't know how you guys feel about about unscripted shows but for me i actually i'm 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 mildly addicted i'm not gonna lie uh so if you want to watch that show it, it really helps us here getting a season two for that show will only help build uh, our our credibility over here at AfterBuzz. AfterBuzz, of course, plays a role on the show. Uh, it's it's an opportunity, if you are an AfterBuzz fan, to see your favorite AfterBuzzers on the small screen. Uh, so, you know, watch Chasing Maria Menounos Tuesdays at 10 p.m. on Oxygen, or you can buy it on iTunes or Amazon. All right, without that out of the way, let's talk about Marin. I let's. loved the first season. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of WTF, of course, his podcast, um, and, uh, you know, ever since I, I became aware of Mark Marin, you know, uh, four or five years ago, I've, I've just greatly enjoyed watching him become more and more a part of mainstream culture. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, Pete Holmes always calls him like our, our comedy dad. <laughs> and I know we're all, we're all, you know, kind of comedy guys. And uh, on some level, you know, I, I understand it just mm-hmm. cause like he's grumpy, he's crotchety. He's that part of ourselves that we like greedily admit to on stage, but try to hide in real life. Mm, and right. I, I just, I really appreciate watching the guy work. It's a, it's a real pleasure. What did you guys think of this episode? Absolutely. I love the episode. Um, just to piggyback on that for a second, Mark, as a, as a person, comic, comedian, I really respect how he can just stay so true to who he is. I mean, he sort of mentions that in the episode, mm-hmm. never really breaking character or, yeah. or getting Hollywood um, sort of playing to his fans or, or anybody. And that's sort of a rare thing that he can be genuine and still sort of find success that way. Yeah. What do you think, and Steve? as someone who also isn't that big a fan of Walking Dead, mm-hmm. this episode really spoke to me. It was like, oh, you can 
he went on the Talking Dead not knowing anything about the Walking Dead. That's <laughs> yeah. that's pretty priceless. And he took it down a peg. A little bit. I mean, it's like, okay, I get it. I I know I have to watch The Walking <laughs> Dead, but I tried. I got into the second season. I was bored to tears. Bored to S- tears. Second episode. Couldn't. I was like, why are they still... I don't like these people. <laughs> I know. They, most of them are shitty people. Uh, I'm just, in, in, in any case, if Mark Marin were listening to this podcast, and I'm not going to say that he ever, he ever would, he would have turned it off the moment I said Pete Holmes. <laughs> I said Pete Holmes within like five minutes of starting this show. Uh, and I feel like that would greatly, greatly piss him off. But let's, uh, let's talk about the, the episode more in depth. One of my favorite elements of the back half of the first season is this growing relationship mm. with Jen, I like seeing Mark tested. He's somebody who's testing all the people around him in his life by being difficult. Having someone who has some power over him, who is able to get under his skin, I think is a really, really smart thing to do on this kind of a show because he can't be in charge all the time. We need to see him uncomfortable. We need to see him out of his element. Um, so, you know, now he's got to meet her father. He's mm. twice her age. Uh, and I'm wondering how much of this episode is, you know, drawn from life. Because, of course, the Jen character is based on uh, Mark's now ex-girlfriend, uh, who was a fan, who had, you know, sent him this photo. And then they started dating. And then he thought she was crazy. And they got back together. Uh, you know, what did you guys think about how, how they are now that she's moved in? Um, I mean, they definitely left a cliffhanger at the end of uh, last season, mm-hmm. sort of, you know, how do you continue a real relationship with someone you met that way? And that's sort of an interesting thing he explores. I love how he sort of writes the show after stuff that happens to him in real life, mm-hmm. because it's so much more real that way. Um, you know, there's not a whole lot of good ways I see it ending, especially... Not at all. She's in essence a stalker that just was attractive enough for him to get past that and you know entertain a real relationship, which they may, which they may have had, mm-hmm. but you know it's only a matter of time before. Well, how much of this? How much of this is denial? I mean, I feel I, it when he's right. talking to that jewelry dealer. Like he says, like everything's good, but do we really feel like it's good? I don't know. Not only that, but there's a bit of shadiness to Jen, even even like I remember. Was it the last episode or the second to last episode yeah. of the last season where there were those two creepy guys who just kept asking Mark all these questions and no no bro you should just you should just go home you should just go home and like, I think there's something about them that there's a weird past to her that's going to come back right well that she we haven't she's manipulative yeah right you know she oh, she we- the year. <laughs> she weaselled her way into living with him and you know like she's beautiful and she's energetic she brings a life to his home that I imagine hasn't been there in many, many years. Uh, it's it's weird talking about this because I'm like, I know we're talking about show Mark, but right. it's also real Mark. <laughs> True. Um, but, you know, it's it's got to be it's got to be incredibly captivating and exciting to have someone like that around, right. even when they drive you nuts and are potentially dangerous. <laughs> True. I mean, I get what you're saying. There's a lot of very obvious red flags. I yeah. mean, she, the hoarding thing, mm-hmm. the fact that sh- they always break out in fights... The whole She's, way that they met really is, yeah. is off-putting. Her and her dad aren't close and are right. pretty contentious. What's that story there? That's exactly. Her dad just said that they haven't heard from her in months. She just dropped off the map and He seems like <laughs> a relatively reasonable dude. Right. He went in for the hug, she was not into it. You know, and unless there's some serious abuse going on in that family, and it very well may be that that's the case, you know, there doesn't really seem to be much call for her behavior. Right. 
Um, but at the same time, there's something kind of irresistible about her, and I get why he's willing to ignore these things, at least in the short term. You know, he says he maybe has never loved anyone as much as he's loved her. I don't know if I buy it. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm... There's a, an old thing that we talked about um, in back in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me for any sexist remarks, which may incur oh. n- none intention. Um, there's a crazy hot girl scale. It's it's oh yeah the oh from like from How I Met Your yes. Mother, right? Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're aware of the scale? Oh yeah, no. There's uh, the it's uh, the x axis. The yes. x axis is is crazy, and the the y axis is hot. And there's a line that goes evenly between the two. And if they are hotter than they are crazy, then then you're winning. Absolutely. That's uh, the the scale. I would say that that extends not just to women, but I would say that it extends. It would extend to men too. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Because Absolutely. I think the Absolutely. more the more attractive you are in life, you get a wildly, you know, out-of-touch version of the world because people just right. either treat you better or treat you more like meat or both. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, any aspect of attractiveness, I feel mm-hmm. like, can go on that scale. And it's more about a balance of their personality types. I mean, what do you like about them? Does that outweigh what you don't like about them? Right. Um, well, Jen has a problem with Mark right now. Uh, because he has been using her in his material and talking about her uh, in radio appearances. He was he was up in Seattle and uh, he he talked about you know how messy she is and his fans or his haters are treating her like garbage. Right. She's not happy about it. I related to this because I I'm a host on on a on a YouTube network. And uh, I revealed more about my relationship with my girlfriend than I should have. And she was really, really upset. Um, and I feel like I can only get away with talking about this on here <laughs> because I doubt that she's going to listen to the Marin podcast. Um, to not Nothing against right, the, the yeah. show. It's just she doesn't watch it. But uh, she, I gave away this like one like really dumb element of our, of our sex life, which was like that I uh, like – I'm not going to repeat it, but, but basically it's like, right, but basically we have like a voice, like a funny voice for my dick that I think <laughs> is hysterical, um, and she was really upset that I shared that with strangers, uh, you know, just because like uh, if, if I ever become a thing, eventually someone's going to co- bring that back to her and judge her for it, and like... I, I don't think that that's true, but Does I understand the, the concern. No, I do the then voice. What's the it's 100%. But that's my point. It's 100% my <laughs> thing that I do. Her. My dumb thing that I do, she likes, but it was like a private joke, so that maybe that's too far. Yeah. I understand the the reasons why a spouse of a comedian would not want to be involved in their public life, because then you get dragged into the dirt of it when people don't like don't like your your comedian spouse right. they might not like you either or if they do like them and they're crazy maybe they'll you know denigrate you or try to find you or some crazy stuff like that but uh at the same time right that's your life your life is with them yeah, they're right. generating material all the time to deny a comedian mm. that material is kind of egregious right right i mean it's it's sort of a double edged sword you can't really win either way i mean mm-hmm. on one hand being a comedian, that is what you do. I mean, your right. life is mm-hmm. sharing that with people. I and mean, especially a comedian like Marin, where it's very personal. Exactly. 
that's a particular type of comedy where mm-hmm. there are comedians who are more like jokey. Like mm-hmm. she said, why don't you be like Conan? Like you very rarely hear Conan talk about his wife or it's about the news and it's about right everything right. in Marin is is all observational humor mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. needs that. So I mean to say he can't do that, I think would be incorrect and and you have to love him for who he is. Right. But let me let me ask you if you were in his position and your your significant other was like no more jokes, could you handle it? I if I was Mark Marin, I don't think I would. I think I would go the same route as you know Sarah Silverman <laughs> said. <laughs> the joke is more important, just because it, not necessarily that joke, right? But his career, his dream, everything that makes him him is doing that, mm-hmm. and so to sort of push that away, I guess, would be denying a part of yourself. What do you think, Steve? I actually agree that, but there's no way, especially Mark Marin, can get away with just not having his personal life involved in his act. Right. That said, there doesn't seem to be much of a filter right. on that character. It's, but there's still, like, yeah. common sense when it comes to what bits to choose or how to portray your spouse. I mean, granted, yes, she's messy. Yes, she's difficult, you know. Um, but there's a way there's a way to present that material, I think, without, like, outright making her look like a slob. Uh, you know, maybe mm-hmm. it's not the first the first joke that comes to mind. It's maybe not the most raw thing that you can say, but I feel like there's there's there is a position somewhere between right. the absolute no and the absolute right. yes. Um, but in any case, you know, he's dealing with that. He's got her father coming, uh, and you know, he is he he's like essentially the same age as Mark. He's four months, four months older yeah. than Mark. Which has got to be so disturbing, and you have to feel like such a you have to feel like a scumbag on some level, you know, to know that like, oh man, like I I could have a daughter his age, and if she was dating me, I would be furious. (laughs) I think we can all unanimously agree that as men, having if we were to have a daughter, that's the last thing we would want. Right. Well, I I mean, the last thing we'd want would be. The, I the guess pole. there's varying degrees. The, of, pole, yeah. the yeah. pole or 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 the corner. Yeah, the pole, the corner of the pole, yeah. and then and then maybe guy Mark Maron's age. Exactly, yeah. but like you it's know, it's up there. Is the yeah, main it's pole exactly. point. way up there. And this guy has has no bearing on whether or not the relationship could be healthy at all because she's been you know out of sight for six months. Mm, right, she just disappeared. So the you know he obviously has got to be walking into the situation expecting the worst that Ma- that Marin is some creep. Who's you know like feeding into some kind of sick sex fantasy? Uh, like I don't know. But as a viewer, this is a lot of fun. Oh yeah, especially like knowing from go like this is going to end terribly. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Definitely. Yeah. Plus, just the character that Jen is. I mean, she just fuels the fire with that. She oh, told yeah. her dad straight like point blank that she just, just had yeah. sex with Mark. <laughs> Exactly, That's, and then was going to smoke a cigarette, right? Like right after. It's I like, was oh, expecting okay. him to find her underwear somewhere, but I feel like that was way worse. Yeah, uh, it was right. just like, <laughs> yeah. "Hey, Dad, I just had sex, and I'm gonna go have a cigarette. Deal with it, <laughs> and sit at a table with that guy. Yeah, right. you while, already yeah. have issues with while he slowly eats his peas. <laughs> yeah, one by one. Mm-hmm. 
terrible. Um, okay, before we move on, I just want to talk really quickly about iTunes. Uh, folks, thank you so much for downloading this podcast, listening, streaming, watching. You're all the greatest. You know, at, here at AfterBuzz TV, we put Definitely. out over yeah. 70 hours of free content a week. It's a crazy amount of free content. We do our very, very best to give you the finest after-show programming that you could possibly ask for. Right. What could we possibly ask for in return? I'll tell you. It doesn't take more than a second. It doesn't cost a dime. Go to iTunes. Rate Review the podcast. It really, really legitimately helps the cause. It's how our network gets sponsors, which is what keeps the doors open, keeps mm. the lights on. Exactly. Uh, and it, it's how Marin got his show. It's how so. yeah. Circle exactly. back to that. Right? Oh, yes. You know, it if, works, people. Yeah. It's, 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 you know, fan support leads to, you know, business support. And then, you know, like the more sponsors we get, the better an experience we can provide for you. You know, I, I can't think of another podcast network that offers both video and audio with this wide variety of shows, but we're constantly, constantly trying to upgrade, constantly trying to make our shows better and better and better. So rate, review the show. It's how we get guests. It's how we get sponsors. We deeply appreciate your support. Okay. Uh, now, before we get into the Talking Dead, and I really huh. want to, you know, uh, especially someone who does a lot of after shows and is <laughs> so very, very aware of the Talking Dead, I want to talk real quick about this Sarah Silverman po- podcast segment. It's one of my favorite parts of the show. Mm, right. You know, uh, it is a show about him doing a podcast, and uh, as a fan of the podcast, then getting these little podcast snippets is always fun, and seeing Mark and Sarah paired together was a real treat. Uh, did you guys have fun with the scene? What you think? Oh, I yeah. definitely agree. I had a lot of fun with the scene. Love Sarah Silver- Silverman. Mm-hmm. Um, I think their banter was uh, really spot on. I mean, it's sort of nice that he can have this format allowing him to have all these cameos. I think that makes the show very unique and sort of fits all back into the whole thing. I mean, it's the podcast that made the show about the podcast. So, again, mm-hmm. it's just more of a circle. And I love how they kind of all fit together. Right. And it's also, you know, Mark is the kind of guy who is going to ask all the people in his life and ask very publicly, you know, for advice on, you know, his various problems, relationship problems. He's talking about this Jen thing. He's talking about this Talking Dead thing. Um, And, uh, you know, I really thought that Sarah's advice was both, you know, funny and very, very true. Is that, like, on some level... If you are a comedian, I think you are you're a comedian first. You know, you're right, a comedian yeah. first. You're a partner second, and you know that's something that you and your partner are just gonna have to deal with. And if they do have a skinny dick, <laughs> it will come up. <laughs> Period. You know, that's just that's just a fact. I gave my dick a voice, and no matter how private it feels, it must come up because it's it's effing now, weird. Now, did you give give it a voice? While you were with her, or did it already have a voice? No, no, no. It was. This is a fresh. It's a fresh voice. Okay. It's a fresh take it's, on the dick mythology <laughs> it's a, it's a voice. that had been previously <laughs> established. No, it was. It was like some weird thing that happened in the moment. Okay. Um, and then just kind of blossomed into a beautiful bit. But it was definitely nice. canon. Yeah. There oh, it's canon. canon. <laughs> no, there's there, it's there's no my dick extended universe. Okay, it's all from the source. Uh, great, great. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, Mark's agent has gotten him this appearance on uh, The Talking Dead. Things have been going very, very well for him. Uh, the podcast is taking off. He's getting uh, better and better bookings. And now people in television are starting to pay a little attention. So it's time to get on TV, have some good appearances, to potentially get this FX holding deal. And the one show that he's able to get on 
is The Talking hmm. Dead, a recap show of a show he doesn't watch, hmm. hosted by Chris Hardwick, who he says has a grudge with him that goes back 20 years. Uh, and I, I know Chris Hardwick, I feel like, is someone who is divisive among comedy fans, uh, you know, because he, he, he works a ton, he hosts a lot of shows. I found it funny that he insults Mark for coming from a podcast when he <laughs> totally That's... resuscitated his career with a podcast. Um, you know, I, I have nothing but respect for the guy just because he works like a champ and just, just goes and goes and goes. But that's part of the reason he gets a lot of flack from people. Mm-hmm. Is right. that, it, that at the end of the day, he's on so many shows, you're just like, oh, mm-hmm. Chris Hardwick everywhere. <laughs> right, but They're that's like... do a Mad Men thing with Chris Hardwick. <laughs> yeah, They're not. Just, I, I They're always not. thought they would. No, it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't have the same kind mm. of after show crowd. Uh, I, I do the Mad Men after show here, oh, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, kudos oh, to that. It's a, it's a good show. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so you're like, so please, yeah. don't, don't, <laughs> no. please AMC, don't no, do no, that. No, 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 no. Yeah, um, that's my thing. No, no, no. Chris. <laughs> well, I think there's enough room in the world yeah. for the talking mad show and the Mad Men after show here on After Buzz. Uh, Hopefully. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But um, one one of my favorite things about about this whole sequence is bringing Michael Ian Black into it, mm. and he Absolutely. and Mark have this in real life this long standing, uh, like kind of fake, kind of not feud. Like they they're like in public, they're always kind of like hilariously horrible to each right. other. But I feel like there's a, a nugget of love deep in there. Definitely, mm. I think there's a mutual respect because mm-hmm. they both can continue that bickering. And yeah, I that segment where they just went at it when he first came into the room mm-hmm. was hilarious. So that was my favorite part of the whole show. Yeah. It was a great, great yeah. episode, but that <laughs> scene was just perfect. My favorite part of the whole show, and it's such a dumb little thing, is when Chris Hardwick is uh, introing Michael Ian Black, and he says he was on The States. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, which uh, is a mangling of The State, which is the uh, the classic MTV sketch show that, oh, yes. that birthed his career, and, and you, know, dozen, you know, a dozen others, Thomas Lennon, Ben Garant, and Carrie Kenny, and uh, uh, Joe Latruglio, among others, David Wayne, Michael Showalter. I could just name the whole cast of the state right now, but I won't. Kevin Allison, Michael Patrick Chan. Uh, I'm missing one. I'll remember it later. Totally. I'm missing two. Um, I love the fact (laughs) of how he introduced um, Michael Ian Black and just gave him the epic intro. Right. Author, Twitter personality. Twitter icon. Hero to millions. And (laughs) Mark Maron, who has a podcast. (laughs) And then this, like, grim set face. He's just like, like I will make sure that this is the worst day of yeah, my life. Just Mark mean mugging him the whole oh, time. Yeah. Just giving him the death stare. Yeah, it's delightful seeing a guy who's as like purportedly nice and charming right. as Chris Hardwick be such an ass. Oh, um, yes. And and you can just tell he's having a ball with it. Absolutely, um, I love when celebrities can kind of poke fun at themselves. I oh, think yes. it makes them a lot more likable as a person when they can do that type of acting and 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 sort of steal away the sort of criticism that other fans might be saying. And in in this case, play what it's been said about them. Absolutely, absolutely. That just by nature of doing so many things and having so many haters, Chris Hardwick has that level of, oh, I don't think he's a nice guy, like in Mm -hmm. real life. Which right, I, like I, I could totally imagine that he yeah. isn't, yeah. you know. But I, I, I've heard that. He yeah, is. I've heard he's <laughs> great. I've, I've been on at midnight a couple of times. He seems nice. Oh, you have really not on the show. I've seen at midnight 
What? There's n- that's completely yeah, I, different. You watched it? <laughs> Whoa. Listen, I've been, been, I've been comment. in the studio audience. I've been on Mad Men for the last <laughs> yeah, just, seven seasons. Just, uh, and by on, I mean I watched it. Who are <laughs> well, no, you? I, no, I go to the taping. Okay. Like I'm physically, uh, I'm okay, physically okay. there. Gotcha. Mainly gotcha. to get the hashtag before everyone else. Mm, of course, of that's, course. That's smart. That's, that's a pro tip. That's a pro it, tip. Yeah. It. Yeah. Um, exactly. Hashtag wars are addictive. So if you follow Definitely. me yeah. at Steve Kaufman, I do yeah. at least 30 of those a night. Oh, man. So keep that in mind before you follow me. Okay. Of course. Um, now, here's the thing, right? He's he's on this show. He thinks that he can get away with, with not having to learn anything about The Walking Dead and realizes at the last second he only has 24 hours to marathon four seasons of a show, which is impossible. Mm-hmm. I, in doing, like, all these after shows, I'll, sometimes I'll get invited to do one and I'll just have to mainline the whole series, you know, over a weekend mm. to just, to get there, to get right. it done. Because the fans know if you don't no, know. Absolutely. And they're making all these insidery references. Uh. There's no way that he can keep up. He doesn't even care about this show, let alone, like, you know, remember little details and, like, you know, come up with little character-specific jokes. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, right. And as a after show, I feel like we have the responsibility to be as update as the fans. I mean, if yeah. a fan knows more than we we know, we're... They We're letting them down. Them you know, yeah. they they want they they want you to be an expert. Exactly. And, oh, yeah. and if, exactly. if you're doing one that's on TV, you better be an expert. Oh yeah. yeah Definitely. Not be, yeah. not be Marilyn Manson. Right. Because that was the historic one that Marilyn Manson was on The Talking Dead, and he was just completely flat. Oh really? Didn't Ooh. know the show. Yeah. Like Hardwick talks about it a lot on his podcast. That's just like so oh, disappointing. Was so bad. Yeah. And he he had to he had to like rally everyone on Twitter. Next week it's gonna be so good. We have Yvette Nicole Brown who's on mm-hmm. Community. And then we have CM Punk. He's a wrestler. We have a community cast member and a wrestler. It's going to be the best Talking Dead ever. Because that's his equation, I guess. I guess. Interesting I'm, combo. but It's, a, that's, it's yeah. a diverse combo. Those are all great talkers and good people. Yeah. I'd imagine. Yeah. I don't. I know nothing about CM Punk, so I, I can't give a, a fair a, rating. He's a funny guy. Okay. Um, Well-spoken guy. But in any great. case, he, uh, Mark, gets... Put in a corner, he gets cornered as as we know that he's going to be. Of and course. of course, how does he get out? He takes the easy way out and he starts making the comments about his girlfriend, who of course is listening, <laughs> of course is watching. <laughs> you big dummy! And she texts him, "Stop talking about me." He's Which checking he answers, his, right? Yeah. He's checking his phone on live television. Which, you know, uh, no, you're, you're fine. <laughs> Don't do that. Coffee. Don't do that. Um, but. Uh, you know, he he's making all these huge mistakes, and then she calls into the studio. Massive red flag. Okay, mm. I don't even know that they take callers <laughs> on the walking on the Talking Dead. They, they do. I they do take it. callers. They do take callers. Okay, yes. so they they but the fact that she got through. I feel like there should be a screening process. But oh no, they, they didn't they, seem to know who it was. But you, I think they know. No, True. they did. He okay. knew before before she was on before she came on. I, I'm sure once she said this is Mark's girlfriend, and right. I'm pissed. They totally let her through because it's better television. Mm, yeah, yeah. I, and I assume that the producers at least are on uh, Chris Hardwick's team, mm-hmm. and yeah, they don't care about Mark's <laughs> well like, Let's get this guy. Yeah. Oh, and then just like he just gets reduced to just sludge. Poor mm. Mark. Like she just yeah. tears him a new one. And she's like, "Don't come home." <laughs> yeah. Um, I, to his own house. You know. Uh Damn, man. Yeah, it was, it was a tough brutal. break. It was a tough break for sure. Brutal. Um, anything else you guys uh, want to talk about from this episode? I feel like we, we kind of 
you know, ran the gamut. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I, I just really enjoyed for a first episode to sort of have that crossover with shows. Mm-hmm. Um, not just in this show that was obviously about Talking Dead, um, but Mark Marin has, has been doing the rounds to publicize his new season, and he was on Chris Hardwick's other show, At Midnight. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that was actually a real thing. I Obviously, this was fictionalized for a Marin show. That midnight was uh, pretty good. And they and they. How did he do? Did he win? Uh, close. He got second. Okay. Uh, Natasha Leggero Who took the crown. Wins that mm-hmm. show all the time. Yeah, she's, she's a regular. She's brutal. She's, yeah. For sure. But it was a funny kind of tribute to the jokes that they. It seems like they have a mutual respect with mm-hmm. each other, and I'm again, sure. that they were acting more than. Well, they're they're both heavily involved in in the podcast community, right. and in um, you know, they're trying to. There's there was this whole you know terrible lawsuit of this guy who said that he invented podcasts uh, like back before back when uh, before digital when everything was analog and he was trying to you know uh, say that all these people who were making podcasts were stealing his idea did he invent he invented recorded audio yeah, that's what yeah, that's just, what he's essentially he, alleging. I invented iTunes. Did he invent so, yeah. the RSS feed before the internet? I, I right. Would, send me a link on that. I'm really yeah, curious. It, I'll, I'll, it was uh, Mark was mentioning it on on some podcasts a while back, um, and uh, I'll, I'll try to find some more oh, information. Yeah. Adam Corolla actually has a uh, Kickstarter and Ooh. things ready for people to donate to the fund to fight it because apparently the people who he has gone after so far have been lazy enough that they just settle out with him. Really? So now he has a oh, history of winning court battles, and now he's at, they're just kind of like, guys, we need to... We yeah, need to really, we need up. to just, on the side of, that's... Yeah, okay. man. That makes sense. Yeah. we awesome. got to be on the side of rights. So we'll all tweet out the link yes, uh, to that Kickstarter, definitely. and let's all support the cause. All right, folks, it's time for predictions. Oh, yes. And now... You like the seizure lights? The seizure lights are half the reason to come into the studio. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, all right. So what do we think and how do we feel? What What do we think is coming up this season, next episode? Uh, obviously, I think that the this relationship with Jen is only getting more and more complicated. I don't know that it's going to last this season. I'm going to say that by the end of the season, they, they're, they're kaput. Kaputski. True. Well, I mean, because his show follows so closely with his life... Mm-hmm. And the fact that we know they now broke up in they real broke life. up, um, I can't see him dragging it on for too long. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is a compelling storyline because it creates a lot of conflict and places to go. But I'm pretty sure the season will will see the end of old Jen. I'm gonna say midway through the season, we're gonna see the end of Jen. Okay, and then I would assume only because they're mirroring Mark Maron's actual life that the talking the talking dead segment regardless of how bad it was is going to move his career forward so we're going to see him in a lot more awkward situations on television mm-hmm. which will probably be awesome would love that maybe we'll see a parallel of how he got his his sitcom on IFC oh yeah right. and maybe that's that's the uh, that's the end game of the season who knows in any case i'm sure we're in for a lot of great laughs over the course of the season definitely. i for one am definitely, definitely excited and i hope you all stick with us all season long now jb where can the people find you on the internet they can find me at jb underscore zimmerman on twitter and instagram and Steve? You can find me at Steve Kaufman with a V, K-A-U-F-M-A-N-M. 
All right. Or like Andy, one more M. Okay, there great. And if you want to find me on Twitter, and I imagine that you do, you can find me at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can also find all my videos for AfterBuzz TV, SourceFed, and my sketches and personal vlogs on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Matthew D. Lieberman. I want to thank everyone for joining us, downloading, watching, listening, Definitely. streaming. Absolutely, you guys. You're all the best. We'll see you next week. Good night. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 